0: In to the talking stick episode number 14 live on Instagram, and then you can also check out the podcast on all social ball well, podcasts. This guy's have a wild platforms, yeah. We
1: finally got it up <coughs> on um like a podcast
0: podcast out there. It's on so. Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music. She actually she knows what she's talking about. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, episode number 14 with Karina and yeah, so we're going to, I'm going to get that situated right now and you could give a little short little bio.
1: No, well, I'll just say what, we've just been, um, just still working on sewing up stuff, taking care of orders and just working on behind the scenes stuff. Go ahead, Jimmy. All right
0: gonna go ahead and link up. Indigenous fashion. Mm. You're good, Sam.
1: Good, Sam. Hi.
0: Check audio. Getting ready to go. I'm still
1: connecting.
0: Still connecting.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hey. Hi. Hello how's it going Thanks. pretty good oh we just have to get the kids situated and we're good we're good now
0: we got done with speech class
1: <laughs> yeah my daughter's in speech therapy so we had to like she just finished her class right now we were just like around oh really <laughs> yeah i forgot she had it <laughs> so I <was> like, Whoops. <laughs> we're just gonna have to rush through everything <laughs> for the kids oh that's all right it happens mom stuff <laughs> but um Thank you so much for joining. I've been following you for a while. I love your work. I love what you stand behind it, why you do it. And so I just knew you would be the perfect person to have on here. Again, thank you for coming on here yeah. and taking
0: your time uh, outside of your work. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I've enjoyed us um talking throughout quarantine just about work and everything. <laughs> So yeah, it's a good sub having you guys. But yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been crazy how it all it all started off like, when we started talking to each other. And um, yeah, it's just been like, work ever since, huh? Since we started speaking or pretty much since the pandemic started. That's when, yeah. Um,
0: we've all been a yeah. busy.
1: How it's have you been, been doing?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I'm good. I, I, yeah, just working a lot. Yeah, I know how, huh? so. like, that's it, huh? Like, oh, how,
1: how are you? What's going on? No, just work, you know, working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm great. I have right. Work yes To do, you know, yes.
0: that's a, yeah.
1: uh, I've been
0: through it. Focus mm-hmm. on that.
1: <laughs> so let me go ahead and we're going to introduce ourselves and then we'll get we'll get to you. Um, so hi everybody, okay. I'm Yendi Nito, I'm El Maya from my mom's side, I'm Mexican from my dad's side.
0: Yeah, Johnny Nito from the Tule River Tribe, Jackson Nito, tribal member from Tule River Tribe, and Inessa will be in and out, running around. <laughs> Welcome.
1: And today's guest is Karina, if you can go
0: ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, um... So, I'm Karina Emmerich. Um, I am Puyallup, and my mother is white. And I now live in uh, Lenape Hoking, which is uh, on the occupied Canarsie territories which also known as Brooklyn, New York. So I've lived here for about like 12 years now, um, but I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> and um, you are a fashion designer. You have your own brand. And um, mm-hmm. how did you get started
0: in into fashion? Or when, when did you start your business? Um, so I wanted to be a clothing designer since I was a kid. Like oh. I eighth grade I decided that I was going to be a fashion designer and um, I had originally wanted to be an artist like my dad was an art teacher when I was growing up okay. so it was, something that was always around and I was uh, you know I want to be an artist and I and I thought you know how can I be an artist and still make money and so I yeah. picked fashion which I don't know if that was like the right decision <laughs> But no, I, I really enjoy it. I was really lucky. I got to go to college, and so I went to the Art Institute um, oh, cool. in Portland. Sorry. I get so many text messages and calls. I'm just hoping they don't interrupt this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I went I went to school for apparel design and then moved to New York shortly after. Um, and I've been working on my line ever since. So I, I guess, like, technically, um, I've had a business since 2015. Um, but this is the first year it's like my full-time job, which is oh. really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, yes, thank that's you. Good.
1: That's, that's a, big, a big win right there when small business owners can take that on and say like, that's my full-time job. big step, off. yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. <clears throat> thank you. Yeah, it's not easy, guys. <laughs> it's not easy. It's like we were saying it's work 24-7. <laughs> but... um. That's pretty cool. That's that's awesome. um You were able to go to school for that and learn. Did it open up your eyes to like a whole different like world when you went into school and learn? Or um, what did you take from that?
0: Yeah, school was school was interesting. Um, I think like I, I'm really more creative, technical. So mm-hmm. like this, like. Con- going and all that stuff was kind of really difficult for me to oh. to catch on because mm-hmm. um, I don't have a like, math brain at all I'm very more <laughs> creative brain. yeah um, so that was the one thing that I was so grateful to learn and I had really good teachers who are really patient with me um, oh, I didn't okay. pass all my <laughs> so, like if you fail a class like it's okay keep going it sucks oh. you're you but like keep going, you know, and you can you can figure it out. But um, I guess that was the biggest thing in school. But uh, yeah, I think it's not been since recently when I kind of just decided that um, I don't have to focus so much on like the technical aspects to be a designer, Um, which is funny now, because I actually do own construction. (laughs) And (laughs) I pass that off to um, some employees if I can actually start hiring more people. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so that 's always been that 's been the biggest challenge for me this yeah this whole but yeah <laughs> i can i can relate
1: to you um i'm i 'm self taught but i went i took a small course with um what 's the uh, uh um it 's this small fashion school they have one in new york as well um mood mood they were offering oh, yeah. They were offering a small uh, pattern making class and they had one in LA, so I was driving back and forth and they were teaching me how to make the patterns. And when she would, the teacher, she's awesome. um, She was explaining how to take the measurements, if you need to bring it down, make it smaller, this and that, and I was like, okay, I get you, I get you, but when it comes to like me doing it or sometimes I couldn't understand it, I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 can you please explain it to me? It's like the third time I'm asking you, but I'm just not, it's not clicking. I'm more of a like, oh, I need to cut a little bit here, cut a little bit there. I put it on you. If it it's oh, okay, we got it, we got it. I was like, oh, let me just sew it up here for you. And that's how I've learned. For, and so going in and trying to learn the technicality of it all and how it's supposed to go, I was like, oh, that's how it's supposed to go. But it's like, it would still take me a minute to learn it and understand it and try to apply it after that.
0: Plenty of scissor tests around my neck. But it's important to have that like hands-on experience Mm and doing it and that you're not just like off to someone else because you learn how you do it and how like and that's a part of the craft, right? That's part Mm -hmm. of the artwork of is that you're doing it with your own hands and creating these things that it doesn't have back to measurement. I mean, it should be right. Like if we're going if we're doing like a production runs, but when you're creating, yeah. you should have that freedom. And so right. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. That's I didn't think about it that way. but Yeah. Like it's not the product. Oh, I forgot her name. What's her name again? Lucia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's right. Lucia so is dirty. Oh <laughs> so cute so cute yes <laughs> um thank you for being for being featured on here <laughs> your dog um yeah and um how did you have you always wanted to incorporate your culture into fashion or is mm-hmm. that something that you just thought of like afterwards or
0: how did, how did that come out it's really interesting because when i was young um, I didn't, I was something that I wanted to separate uh, mm-hmm. and I think it was because this is when we get in the conversation about representation is like, mm-hmm. I never saw people who are in fashion who are indigenous. So mm-hmm. I was talking to you know, the friend that I think like the only person yeah. I ever saw was like Dorsey and, and that's the only person that I can remember from when I was young, who was a designer, um, so it was something that I always thought that I had to separate in order to kind of be successful. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I was meeting at the end of my schooling, my dad, how come you don't use these fabrics and how come you don't do this and like use part of your culture as your designs? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no dad, like, I don't want to do that. And I was like really combative of it. And it was because you didn't see it. But then the, mm-hmm. the, the more I'm, the harder it was for me to separate those parts of my life from my own work, because my like everyday inspiration-huh and so at the same time, like as we get older, it becomes so much more important for us to have authenticity and to recognize who we are and where we come mm-hmm. from and celebrate like yeah. when i when we were kids, it wasn't i mean if you think back, just it's not always been cool, you know what yeah. I mean to like. Yeah. And so now we have an opportunity to do that and really talk about it and have people who listen and care what you're saying. And so so in that way, I think that the the older that I get, the more important it becomes to me to mm-hmm. have those also come together in this one thing. And then that's what makes you walk forward so authentically yourself that you're not trying to be somebody else. Mm. So it's like I actually you know because I think I try I wanted to fit in so bad with like designers in London designers in Paris and all these things but that's not who I am yeah and now I'm so proud by my community and, yeah having people these kinds of conversations so yeah and
1: I when I started getting out there and getting into social media like I didn't really know that anybody was out there and then when once I found you like I low-key looked up to you. I was like, oh, cool. Like, there's somebody out there. And then, like, then I started seeing everybody else. Like, there's more people out there. And I was like, whoa, there's, like, a big old community. Like, a lot more people. Like, I would say, like, now, in this time, there's a lot more people. And, like, I never really thought that big for myself. I was just like, oh, let me just go to powwows or have a small little business. But I never thought that big yet. Like, because I didn't, I don't know. I guess I didn't give myself that, mm, give myself that like to think bigger like I was just thinking small and so like once I saw you and your brand and your clothing I was like man that's so beautiful like and she's out there she's like to me you're big you're out there (laughs) and so um yeah like you inspired me too and it's pretty cool to see that and just like you said you know there's more people out there and but um I thought it was when I was getting in or learning I also thought like oh there's you know there's big people like there's nobody out there that's indigenous a fashion designer indigenous person (laughs) and so I just like left it alone I was like okay I'll let it be and I'll just do my little thing here and um, I'm slowly thinking bigger but I'm still like shy about it or I'm like uh and because I'm self-taught I feel like "Eh, I don't know maybe I don't do this or, or I don't fit in but I'm like slowly, um, I'm slowly um, building myself up to it's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm a self-taught, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I could be up there too. I could get myself up there, but it's just, mine's just a different route. That's all. And
0: it's cool. But I'd say like one roadmap, you know, there's not one, like I would look up to people and follow but i'm not gonna have the same opportunities that they have i'm not gonna have the same capital that they have like oh, yeah and so it's the old, there's your path and and you walk your own path and that's and that's what's the most important thing that you can do is just to represent yourself and and do it in the best way for you know and things so, will come around mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's, and that's what makes everybody's story cool, you know, is that it's your story. You know, you don't, yeah. no one's gonna write a book about you. I followed this person's everything they did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so you
1: you mainly use uh Pendleton, right? Pendleton
0: um fabric. Yeah, a lot of like for winter collections, I do all the coats and stuff out of Pendleton fabrics. Yeah, which is a, which is um conversation recently, but I also have um, uh, on my website also an explanation for that because Pendleton is not an Indigenous owned company and mm-hmm. I do oh. talk about because, uh, yeah, because people will say like, well, why do you use it if it's not Indigenous owned? I'm from oh. Oregon originally. So Pendleton, the woolen mills are also from Oregon. It's like over 150 years old. So there's that part of, uh, you know, my life that's, in, that's ingrained in that company as well. But then at the same time, it's still something that we all use as like it's pan-Indigenous cultural indicators, and it's still widely used within our communities. Mm-hmm. And there's so many Indigenous designers that use the fabrics that are inspired by our mm-hmm. own traditional work. Oh, okay. And that bit off of it, so in a way, I think it's a it's like a reclamation of those prints and patterns that we still use, really, you know, like readily, popularly in ceremony, in like traditions. Like my blanket on my couch right here, my dad gifted me when I graduated high school. Like it's still a part of our culture in a way. Mm-hmm. and so there's a sense of reclamation in using those fabrics and they're a really sustainable company which sustainability is like a cornerstone of my brand as well mm-hmm. and i think a lot about not only how things are created but what their life will be and how they oh, yeah. will go back into like if they're put into a landfill or whatever mm-hmm. and there's like something in circular about using like all Um, natural materials which I try to use only all natural materials and Pendleton is wool and cotton blend so it breaks down like in a few years after disposal but it will last you for years and years and years also like I have a Pendleton coat my mom gave me that she's had since the 80s and it's still in great shape the linings grow like the linings all (laughs) deteriorated but the coat itself is still in good shape (laughs)
1: Right. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you do all <laughs> your stuff, right? Um, you she is okay, guys. She is a she has her small business and she's done everything on her own. So that's something else too that you put your time and your craft into that. And she makes some beautiful pieces, guys. You guys should check her out. Um, and you name um your website is Emma E
0: M M E me studios.com me studios.com oh okay me studios.com yeah, yeah. you guys check her out oh i yeah i've done everything so i built and designed the website i take most of the photos i do i'm tired
1: <laughs> if we were closer i would love to help i would help you out because <laughs> i know that, yeah guys when you guys have to weird. do everything We don't realize, or, you know, a lot of people out there don't realize either. But um, as the owners, you don't realize, like, what all in detail you have to do. Uh, Just like she said, you know, she does the photography. You have to take pictures. You have to edit pictures. You have to pick out models. You have to figure out, like, where you're going to take the pictures, how you have to imagine it. And that's after you've already had to figure out what you're going to sew with what material, what pattern, how many sizes are you going to do. Um, I mean, and then I would think there's like, there's more, there's more small details into that long list that I've already mentioned. But, um, so when we finally reach the end and are able to post it on our websites, like that's a big like accomplishment for us. And so if you hear us say we're tired, it's because there's a lot of things that you don't know what's going on in the background, guys. But we are very proud of our stuff that we make, that we post. And I luckily have Johnny that helps me because he handles the website. Helps her and do he, everything. Ha- he he helps me. <laughs> well does all the background stuff. <laughs> That's the main problem. <laughs> um he handles the, uh, the finance, everything, website. Everything. I'm the business guy here. Yeah, I'm pretty much the business guy. <laughs> and, um, the one making deals and tribal
0: council. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Let's <me> see.
1: <throat> um, so, um, I have a few questions to ask you that I wrote down here. Um, what were some of your challenges coming up, um, with your, with your brand? And once you, let's say like being an indigenous person getting Mm -hmm. out there. For anybody that's trying to get into fashion or is thinking about it, you know, once you just tell us what were some of your challenges, what advice would you give to those that um, want to go into it? Do it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I can't, I can't say my biggest challenge hasn't been money. And that's just like a part, big part of it, like, for some reason in fashion, like if you start other businesses, people always go, well, it takes money to make money, you know, and they will give you some grace. But for some reason, as a fashion designer, people think you're just like born with money and you just can do whatever. Oh, and that's oh not my been my experience at all. <laughs> and um, so been definitely the most challenging thing is that, you know, for the majority of the time that I worked and, and I think it's so important to be transparent about this kind of stuff now because... I remember when I was young and I would look to look up to people and I just didn't understand how they did it or how they got oh, where man. they got. And like so I always I was working nights when I was starting my clothing line. I mean, I was working all all day every day just to be able to pay my rent, buy fabric and do all the stuff that i do and the majority of the reason that my brand started as a made to order brand is because i relied on the money from sales to buy the fabric Mm -hmm. to make the item oh yeah yeah. and so i think that's something that i i think is important to be transparent about that you don't just you have to really work hard if you want to get to where you're going it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight i say Mm -hmm. You know, what's felt like almost a decade long failure has finally now somehow my work has been catapulted into this spotlight that I've been so grateful for. But the work is what defines that success. It's not just suddenly that you got into a magazine. It's Mm -hmm. that I've been working for like 12, 15 years at this. And now that I have those opportunities, I'm prepared to take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the thing that I, I say to people like continue working because you never know when the opportunity will come mm-hmm. and but when it does then you need to be ready yeah so yeah that's like I I mean that's the that's the biggest challenge and then also um you know it wasn't like I said it wasn't um now it's this weird we we're living in this interesting time of like transformation where a, a lot of like people of color their voices are now being amplified and like brought into the spotlight because Mm -hmm. there's so much demand in saying that there hasn't been this representation in these industries and especially in fashion it's still very um uh it's still very it's not very diverse you know Mm -hmm. and it's becoming now these people like so more people of color Designers are coming to the forefront and being celebrated more. But they've been around for so long, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like who's who's the media giving attention to? And so now I feel like we're kinda of getting like as far as like what my brand is, I'm getting more attention, but it's also because of the people that I work with that I'm so grateful to be in the room and be in spaces with and the community that I have and the people who've brought my name in some rooms that Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't have asked them to Like my friend Marina who worked at the UN is the one who got me in touch with Slow Factory. She's Tewa. And she, so that was my connection there. You know, my friend Tanya Larson, who's an amazing designer, has suggested me to like Savannah Lira Rose mm-hmm. for like her chamber when she was on her chambers press tour. And it's just like we all just kind of reached out to each other and like brought each other up. You know, instead of creating competition, we create a community. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah, and that's how it. That's how it happens. Like, um, you don't think about it as you like the way I see it is like you know when you grow up with your friends, you guys don't know what you're gonna do, but you eventually get into something and you help each other out. Like one will help the other one out. You'll give a shout out to somebody because you're up there and. We like all mm-hmm. go up together. We all mm-hmm. pick each other up and that's good. And um thank you for that, for that advice for all those out there. Um, uh, but if anything, mm-hmm. guys, just do it. That's the first thing you have to do. Just start. Just start no matter what. Even if you fail, like I have my challenges as well. I didn't know how to sew at all. And I just started sewing. I didn't know what I was doing. <clears throat> I'll mess up my clothes mess up his regalia, but I would just practice, keep going. I practice Google, YouTube. Um, I mean, that's just like the, if you don't have the money to go to school or if you don't have access to certain things, you can start off that way. And- um, No,
0: drop a business plan. There's plenty of templates out there. Figure out your financial (laughs) and sustainable income. Don't quit your job. Don't listen to this over here. No,
1: I didn't say, (laughs) I didn't say quit your job. I
0: did not quit your job. I said, just start. Careful. Just start. And get
1: off the res. Do something. <laughs> no, I, I still, think you can still do it on the did res. You
0: did, did do it on the res. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do
1: you have any questions for
0: her? Uh, not yet. That was pretty good. What you said. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was a pretty good challenge right there. Yeah.
1: Um, I I did remember um reading on one of your polls that you did work yourself up up through uh your fashion um i mean for your business you had your jobs and just like you explained it um how you were working to buy all your stuff and that really opened up my eyes to it too i was like oh okay i'm not the only one or like i'm not you know like you said i thought it was something that not given or not that i had money but i just didn't know all the struggles into it I thought I was the only one. I was like, why isn't it, why isn't this happening? Or why isn't that happening? But it takes time. We have to be consistent. Um, You have to be patient and um, you'll have your struggles. But um, it really enlightened me when I read your post. I was like, (laughs) oh, okay, you know, it's not just me. And so, like I said, like I have, I was looking up to you and reading your stuff. Like, okay, like, yeah, I could do it.
0: (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Then you get to see sometimes you're like, look back a couple of years and you're like, wow, I've really done a lot. And like, you can be really proud of yourself and that feels good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've seen it. Like, it, it has happened. So I like, um, I will take in that moment. I was like, oh, that's, I got through this. I could just keep going. Or sometimes I think, like, I don't know how I got through that point. I don't know how.
0: She did
1: it. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> going
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> Um, so, um, can I go back into your dog for a little bit? Can we talk about your dog? She's so cute. Your aka assistant.
0: (laughs) Hi. Okay. Can you, can you share a little bit about her? Yeah. So she's, um, she's probably like six or seven or so. And I adopted her three years ago. Um, and She's the best decision I've ever made in my whole life. I, like, swear. Like, Aww. I, um, she, every day. she makes me laugh every day. She gets me outside every day. And that's, like, so important, especially now, because I work, you know what, like we were saying, like, we'll work 24 hours a day unless somebody oh. says stop. And she like, gets Aww. me to take break. Yeah, it's, um. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's I love her, yeah. That's good, yeah. Um, we
1: need to always take a break because we can keep going and going yeah. or sometimes we're pushing ourselves so hard that we don't realize like we could be messing up because we're just fired or we haven't eaten. Um, there's been times that I've gone through that too. and He he would get me out of it or, or he'll be like, hey, you know, it's time to eat.
0: That? Or, <laughs>
1: or I'll be like, no, 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 no wait, 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 I'm almost done. He's like, no, you got to stop. Put it down or... Yeah. Um, I'll I'll even work through like I'll put the kids to sleep.
0: That's because she made a mistake and she has to redo the whole entire thing <laughs> countless times. Right? Oh, that's a whole nother story. I'm I'm doing that right now. I just made a whole dress and now I'm taking the entire thing apart because oh. it's not right. So oh. <laughs> what happened? What was wrong with it? Or what didn't you like about um, it? It was too big and then it was it was the wrong I cut the wrong size so I needed to cut it down and I also wanted to redo the facing I didn't like the way the facing was so then I redid the whole pattern cut it but then like tried to salvage the fabric so I cut apart the fabric and then like redid. it yeah it's like meticulous oh, but um man. this second <laughs>
1: It will. It will. We always stress ourselves out like, oh, is that going to happen. It's not going to look right. But then once you start putting it all together, okay, okay, okay. It's going to be not good. <laughs> it's so good that I can share. Yeah, these- I think Stop, that I can share these things with you. I think it (laughs) froze um let me see so wait hey oh did I freeze yeah we're freezing up a little bit yeah you froze for a little bit okay um so you you uh, you uh, Let me see. I want to talk about a little bit about about what you do. Like, what are your main, your staple um, items? I know you do face masks, mm-hmm. bucket hats, coats, purses. Uh, am I missing anything mm-hmm. else? And yeah, so we're doing a right. dress.
0: Yeah, I'm working on the spring collection, so which will hopefully Ooh. be out in May. Um, so I'm doing dresses, and then Ooh. I'm doing really lightweight coats and I have um like some linen we're gonna do try and do linen pants um yeah we're trying to basically do like a full <gasps> capsule collection and then I also do some up
1: t-shirts with her with her brand on it as well on there oh. on her website mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, your your mask do you want to talk a little bit about that I know that um, it came up big as the pandemic started but there's more to that you had you had it on your website for a while before the pandemic and I know you were getting a little bit like a fire for
0: that but she had it on their Oh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we can. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear me? You keep cutting out, so I'm not sure if we're, where we're at. Oh, the uh, masks. so I was
1: pretty much saying, hopefully you could hear all of this. I was saying how um, I know you have a mask and um, some face masks, oh. but you started doing your face ma- mask before the oh. pandemic. And I wanted you to share the story behind them because I know you got a little bit of fire about them when the face masks were coming out or like being in high demand because people were thinking you just came out with that Mm -hmm. then and there, but you had them for a while and there's more story behind your mask. And if you can share that with us.
0: Yeah, so I had the the face masks I had originally made as a part of the my 2019 Anadromous collection, which was all like inspired inspired by my fisherman lineage. And so the idea actually first came about. My friend um, was biking um, in winter, and so I was like, "Oh, I should make a wool face mask. That's such a good idea." Mm. So I had. And then out of the scrap material from one of the coats, I just decided to make a face mask and took a picture and put it on Instagram. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, oh, I have to have one. Yeah, I really need one. Da, da. So I was like, all right. So photographed it as a part of the photo shoot. And then I and then I put a couple online thinking like, oh, like people who are bicyclists or motorcyclists or whatever, fishermen or whatever, we'll, we'll buy them. And then, um, so that was in like September. Yeah. And then and then the <gasps> hit a few months after that and it was like so then i all these orders came in and i was completely <laughs> prepared, like god so like i don't know like this is not what i was pre- prepared for i mean i was so grateful for it because i lost my job my my, my job and so it really like sus it was able to like, sustain me throughout this past year um but it was crazy it was crazy and so i had to figure out real fast what the heck i was going to do cuz i was just like one person with a sewing machine yeah <laughs> and i was able to like i was able to hire somebody um to help me and she lived in brooklyn as well that was oh, really awesome. good. So, yeah, yeah that was like a huge help but but that was a really interesting experience <laughs> for sure yeah. So I don't know if it was a premonition or what, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <But>, yes. <yeah, so laughs> um also just like a commentary because we were doing, it was when the coastal Gaslink pipeline was being laid through Wet'suwet'en territory. And mm-hmm. so I'm in a indigenous kinship collective, which is kind of, um, we do direct action education and a lot of different things around, um, like indigeneity and, um, and representation. And so uh, I had also made the masks just because we were going to actions all the time. And so Mm -hmm. we were doing, you know, street actions, whatever. And um, a lot of people who were doing direct action were like, Oh, yeah, I totally want one of those face masks. So that was another part of the story. so yeah, it's kind of got a it's kind of got a long story. And then I was like, um, is it something that I'm going to keep after this? And I think I'm going to keep them online, just even if it's like almost a museum thing, you know? <laughs> if they don't sell, and still going to keep them online. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're nice. They look very sturdy too. I've
1: been meaning to get yeah. one. Yeah, and um, yeah, we, should.
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh? We should do a trade.
1: Oh heck yeah, yes okay we'll talk about that after
0: <laughs> take all the inventory here. <laughs>
1: um let me see we have pretty much talked about everything mm-hmm. um, did you want to share anything else throw in some other information I know you say you're part of some other organizations if you want to share those
0: speak on them yeah so I'm an in, um indigenous oh. kinship collective Right now, we, uh, we're still doing a lot of mutual aid work during this time. Uh, we've redistributed uh, over $60,000 in funds. Uh, so that's been really cool to be able to help communities. And um, a lot of people do direct mutual aid support here in Brooklyn to folks who are unsheltered. And so you can follow at, it's at Indigenous Kinship Collective on Instagram and see what we do. Um, I also work with a sustainability literacy, um, nonprofit that, um, we do open education courses. So I just recently taught a class on fashion and, and I talked about the use of the red dress, um, in, uh, to bring awareness, murdered indigenous women, trans girls and two-spirit people. Um, so that class is actually free available online at slowfactory.foundation. And so I, I serve on the board with them. Um, it's just a great educational program to learn more about sustainability um, and just see the different initiatives that we're working on. And we do a, we're working on a project coming up that's about waste-led design with a waste management company. So I'm going to be helping out with that. Um, you said waste-led. waste lead? Waste-led, yeah. So like, uh, waste, like something that somebody would consider waste and we're going to turn it into fashion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's, and then you can follow them at the slow Factory on Instagram, um, slow and those are all also in my bio too, so you can follow them. Okay. And we still have an ongoing project as well. Um, with a bunch of people, um, a bunch of different artists and um, artists and doctors and designers and whoever called the Indian Asian project. And it's about, it's a solidarity project between um, Asian and indigenous people and to Mm -hmm. talk about how our communities have been impacted and it's an ongoing art project and anybody can join to design like an art piece that's a face mask. Um, You can find that in my bio as well and read more about how to join that that ongoing art project. But I think that's it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me just read some comments on here.
1: See if anybody had questions or what's going on over here. Okay, let's see. Hi. Hi, Mr. Jet and Jasmine. Let me see R Warner, thank you for the bear mask. You're welcome. Glad you liked it see mr Jet and jasmine said they love linen uh, oh, cool. do, do, do. do you mainly focus um what do you mainly focus on with your line or do you just touch in on everything
0: like clothing wise like product. item yes wise? sorry yeah product wise <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I'm because I'm, I like to design full collections, I try to do uh, a lot of different things, but the main thing that I'm most comfortable making and that I do the most is my coats. Mm. Yeah, so my big season, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful, they
1: are beautiful. Okay. I what was I trying to get last night? I was trying to get, or I seen one of your purses and you guys better be quick if you guys want something of hers because they went quick I was too late for that and I was like all right next time around she don't I'll go anywhere it.
0: anyway so no purse.
1: <laughs> saving it for when I do and so building up. And
0: diaper bag.
1: <laughs> yeah we need a new diaper bag
0: order it right like that <laughs>
1: I gotta go to msstudios.com dot com first, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I'm trying to see like if I have to ha- ask you anything else or um, I've seen some of your pictures of you dancing when you were younger. You're a fancy <laughs> fancy show dancer.
0: <laughs> what me? Oh, I, I did go back in the day. That was oh, actually jungle. the first dress okay. I. Yeah oh okay so, uh, is uh, i think i made it when i yeah. oh oh that was good that was a good time in life <laughs> just dancing <laughs> it <pop>. yeah oh <laughs> my god oh
1: cute no <laughs> no um, <laughs> um where did you say you were from um what where is that at? From where you're at now, how far? It's three thousand miles. Oh, <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Oregon and New
1: from York. Oregon state, which is in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, now I live on. Like, a,
0: yeah,
1: I, I totally missed that. Exactly. I, said, I don't know why.
0: That's just from Oregon to New York. Come I'm, on, ladies. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just yeah. just down the road. Just, <laughs> Forty. Whoops. (laughs) About five hours
1: on the plane. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I've pretty much asked you everything I wanted to know and learn about you, and so and everybody else um can get to know you and your business a little more too. Did you have any other questions?
0: No, I was good. Just occupied by the kids (laughs) and listening. (laughs)
1: Um. again did you have any
0: last words or last saying? Um, no I guess I'll just say how it fell up no to you guys and me. thank you so much for having me today and like it's really good to talk to you and to check in with you guys and make sure everything's good and We're still yeah alive. so thank you <laughs> <laughs> let's see your fingers she's always complaining about her fingers f- <laughs> <laughs>
1: because they hurt it's either the scissors or it's either by cut like using the little clippers or by holding all the fabric down
0: <laughs> oh yeah same i mean they're like oh crap. they're gonna be a nightmare when i get older oh, <laughs> i know i didn't think about uh, that <laughs> you're gonna be crippled and... no and <laughs> yeah and dingy bad memory <laughs>
1: Um, You know what? Let me open this up for the viewers. If anybody has any questions for us or Karina, you guys could put them in the comment while we're still on here. I you know there's only like. Oh, my friend. Aw. Let me see. Okay, Sam, Sierra. Oh, yeah, we just had a few people say hi here and there. They love your work.
0: Richmond, often yeah yeah so Thank this one, my friend Dea is current inspirations or future collection, so like oh. right now I'm working on that's called um it's called obsidian flow, and so it's all like the last collection I did was uh called Mother of Waters and it was uh based on the mountain in my homelands called well, its colonial name is Mount Rainier, but it's an active volcano. And so the collection that I'm doing now is called um, Obsidian Flow. So it's like after the volcanoes erupted, oh. kind of. So it's all by um, the big Obsidian Flow where we used to go hiking when I was a kid um, off like Palina Peak and um, just inspired by that, that mountain. And cool. yeah, just the So does it touch that- up on like darker colors? Yeah, so it's going to be mostly black and white and then with sage, sage, like brush color green and uh, like brush color yellow and brush color orange. So it's a little bit like dustier, dustier colors. And some more and some, you oh, and I actually teamed up with Jennifer Younger who's Tlingit and she did some jewelry that we collabed on. So that'll be available also. So I'm really excited to share that work and that will be yeah. available in may yeah it should be available in may we're okay. ho- hopeful hopefully the beginning of may but you know who knows <laughs> <through. Yeah. laughs> and but i'll be and that's
1: part with the linen pants right
0: yeah the linen pants okay. will be there okay okay yeah. somebody in- asked
1: when that will be available that's also in may Mm-hmm. okay all right guys we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up thank you again Karina for taking time yeah. out of your day out of your busy day um it's sleeping. It's sleeping. it was nice to finally meet you like this in person well not in person but like on social media but it was nice thank you
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah i see good. you in New York <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye guys. Okay, bye. Bye. Let's bye. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All, All right.
1: right. Thank you for joining us on episode fourteen. Um, on the talking stick with Karina Emmerich.
0: Indigenous fashion, pretty good learning. All right, guys. We. Bye. Stay.